Blog Talk Radio. Gullah Geechee.net 
And we're so glad if Hunter won't crack your teeth with we find this your broadcast, wine on in the chat room, sign up, make sure you got one blog talk account and then you can chat with me live and things like that. And otherwise, if one of the Yeti this year, because you don't download them and things like that, and you have a Yeti on one of the live, then go on and email me to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. Gulgeeko at AOL.com. We're so glad when we get the emails and things like that, and right away it's the first Facebook messages and things to we Facebook fan page for Gulligichi Rhythm Radio. We're on the to let us know what you think about the show. So we're glad that you keep doing these things and things like that, and especially during this year month. As you know, on this year broadcast and things like that, we crack we teeth most of the time like this year. We don't play too much of music and things. And so that's show where well, we've been had a music fun. Y'all ain't yet it that one as much. As only the crack we teeth for we story. Well, let me tell Hunter why this your thing important to we every year. So to make sure that all our listeners totally under and understand why Black Music Month, or as people call it, African American Musical Appreciation Month, is so important to us in the Gullah Geechee Nation is because a lot of the different black musical forms that they talk about actually have the spirituals as their base. They have spiritual music, gospel music, R&B music, jazz, anything you name. The spirituals were linked to. So when we talk about the spirituals, that is the official music of the Gullah Geechee Nation. It is also the official music of the state of South Carolina. And so when we talk about freedom, whether we talk about emancipating ourselves from chattel enslavement, whether we talk about the song, yes, to free none but ourselves can free our mind in reggae music. If we start to discuss going forward into the civil rights movement, the songs that were sang in the marches, in the sit-ins, when people took knees, when they were in the jails themselves, they sung a lot of spirituals. Many of those spirituals got altered to March music, okay? Many ethnomusicologists want to classify our songs nowadays and make some secular and some spiritual and make things where they consider some songs work songs and chain gang songs and other songs they want to say with the church songs and the praise house songs and the bush arbor songs. But actually the spirituals is about the spirit of God being within you at all times, no matter where the place and the space may be. And so many of the black musical artists, that we say are classical music artists that we celebrate that have been inducted into various halls of fame whose records we have, records, actual vinyl records that we have, we can hear what we call that church influence, that spiritual influence from them being church people and praise house people and so on. And so when we talk about freedom songs, we're talking about that spiritual energy that was infused into the music, those coded messages that our ancestors used to let one another know when it was time and how it was time to get away from the plantations. I spent today with the Girl Scout troops in the morning. This evening was to be at Beaufort County Council to get the first Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week proclamation for this year. And... 
every step of my way, every step of the journey, I find myself talking about music and about freedom here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, taking them to the praise house, telling them about escaping along the waterways, telling them about places where Dr. King came and stayed here, God bless the dead, along with other members of SNCC and SCLC, and how they were protected on these sea islands. Because these songs added that covering over you, brought that spirit of protection over you. But also with those things that when we beat the drum with Cato and those, and Denmark Vesey and those gathered when they had their meetings with Gullah Jack, I know they sang these same songs of freedom of what we sang last Saturday at Juneteenth at the Jepson in Savannah. We had 800 people come out to this annual Juneteenth celebration, and it was the 12th annual Juneteenth celebration, which is a three, the Trinity. So here was that power, here was that energy that came forth once again last Saturday in Savannah. And we'll ring out because over this coming weekend and into next week on the actual Juneteenth Day, there are a number of other Juneteenth celebrations that will go on throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation. In Savannah, they will have one. In Charleston, they'll have another. I'll be back at the Walterboro Library shortly. And we always celebrate the music. And this year, they're doing the summer program called Rocking the libraries. And so, of course, how do you talk about rock and don't think of rock music? Why do you not think of rock? You think of the church, you think of rocks. Upon this rock, I shall build my church. So you have all of these links, all of these connections that go on with how solid people feel with their connection to their spiritual base through this music. So when South Carolina made the spirituals their official state music, that was not odd. It wasn't uncalled for. It's extremely appropriate. So let's talk about that, and then let's talk about how that ties into the celebration of the history of Black Music Month, or if you want to call it African American Music Appreciation Month. Back in 1999, on April the 1st, I became the first Gullah Geechee person to ever go before the United Nations in Geneva, Switzerland, to fight on behalf of Gullah Geechee people against the human rights violations. That is the only time that I recall not singing, but since then I've had an opportunity to sing in the United Nations, okay? And when I did, I was asked, was I an opera singer? And that was very surprising to me because no one had ever asked me that question before. But this woman studied and taught opera and felt I should as well. But opera is not my song. My songs are the spirituals. So it was a blessing to talk to someone who was prophetic, who was, who was profound with music, who had studied it, who embodied it, and that she felt that way. And she started telling me certain arias and other things that I should listen to. And so it's interesting to me that, here it is that only a couple months after I'd been to the U.S., we have the adoption of for South Carolina state music to be the spirituals, the songs I love to sing, the song I couldn't sing sitting there in the U.S. So here it is, the South Carolina General Assembly Bill Number 177 got ratified 
on the ninth day of June of 1999, but it got adopted on June 11, 1999. So this is the anniversary of the adoption of South Carolina accepting the spiritual as a state music. Now, I didn't realize that before I decided that I was going to discuss and read this to you tonight. I didn't realize that today was the exact day of their anniversary. But on July 1st, 1999, my instrument was July 2nd, 2000, okay, the bill was signed at the state capitol building in Columbia, South Carolina. Now, the bill reads as follows in the South Carolina Act 64. An act to amend Article 9, Chapter 1, Title 1, Code of the Laws of South Carolina, 1976, relating to state emblems, pledges to the state, and official observances by adding Section 1-1-688 so as to designate the spirituals as the official music of the state. Whereas the spiritual is a song originating in the slave era that deals primarily with a religious or sacred theme, and whereas it is proper to make the spiritual the official South Carolina music because Charleston was a major port of entry for slaves in North America, and whereas much of this music originated along the coastal regions of South Carolina, and whereas the spiritual was passed down orally for many years and first committed to writing in South Carolina on St. Helena Island by a freed black woman and a white Union Army officer during the Civil War, and whereas the publication of an 1880 book on slave songs was the result of the work done by an educational mission on the Port Royal Islands in 1861, and whereas the earliest known spirituals were taken from passages of the Bible, and whereas some well-known examples of spirituals are Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, Steal Away to Jesus, Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen, Roll Jordan Roll, Wade in the Water, Come By Here, Lord, Come By Here, This is a Light of Mine, Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. Go down Moses. He's got the whole world in his hands. And follow the drinking gourd. See, y'all may better hear it like this. Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Or nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Steal away home, I ain't got long to stay Wade in the water, wade in the water, children, wade in the water, God quite trouble the water. Jordan, roll, roll, Jordan, roll, Jordan, roll, roll, Jordan. I want to go to heaven when I die for see, oh, Jordan, roll. Come by here, Lord, come by here. Come by here, Lord, come by here. Come by here, Lord, come by here. Oh, Lord, come by here. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Oh, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Because sometimes 
got beyond our borders of our island, got across the creeks and the oceans and things. And I have been in England and actually heard them go ahead and sing spirits. Don't sound nothing like when I hear them on the Gullah Geechee Nation. When I go to New York or anywhere, California, it doesn't sound anything like what it sounds like here. But these songs have embodied freedom for so many people of African descent that I would be remiss to start off celebrating Black Music Month and not discuss it, and much less God guided me to specifically read you that declaration, I want to call it, (laughs) um, that law, this act of South Carolina that did definitely declare this is the official state music. But many people don't recognize and realize when Black Music Month was declared. What is this all about? Okay? Many times people will say, well, we are coming up with these new celebrations. It's not a new celebration. This month was declared in 1979, actually by President Jimmy Carter, due to the songwriter-producer Kenny Gamble going to him and pushing the issue that there should be a celebration of black music. So Jimmy Carter in 1979 did a presidential proclamation. Now, it was interesting that somehow he did a proclamation and didn't sign it, they say. Somehow within this story, it ended up that it took some years before they realized the proclamation was made, never signed. That never stopped them from having the celebrations and trying to encourage people to spend money on black music and on black musical artists and on their concerts and various other things. But when they found that, hey, wait a minute, this is incomplete because it hasn't been signed. Miss Diana Williams, who was Kenny Gamble's wife originally, she worked with Frankie Crocker. As y'all who in New York, you know WBLS and Frankie Crocker, Frankie Crocker, all right? They worked to honor the contributions of many, many people who were black musical artists. So when she realized that, wait a minute, if the proclamation was assigned, then it's not official. It's not on the books. She went ahead to push for the passing of the African-American Music Bill to formally establish Black Music Month as a United States national observance. So it has been wonderful over the years being able to talk about the history of what Kenny Gamble and those did. But it is even greater to find out that there's a backstory. You know, more often than not, we get into celebrations and they go on for a long time and we may be part of them and then people lose what the meaning is and we also forget who started it, okay? So it was wonderful to find out that Huffington Post did an interview with her and kind of dug deeper into things and found out more and uncovered more than what we tend to find even on the Internet these days about the founding of Black Music Month. So they had founded the Black Music Association. So when Gamble, Kenny Gamble and Ed Wright 
work through that association initially to go ahead and start up Black Music Month. Here it is that this sister started up the International Association of African American Music Foundation. And her purpose, she said, was to perpetuate, promote, and preserve black music. So during the annual Black Music Month celebration in Washington, they wrote Clinton and asked if they would host a reception like Carter had done in 1979 and where he did this initial proclamation and declaration that they found out wasn't signed. So when they went to say would he host this function, that's when they told him, whoa, we found that he really did host a reception for y'all before, but he never signed the presidential proclamation. So they then said, well, what do we need to do? And they said, well, you need to get some legislation going there and then come on back. So she had to then, of course, climb the hill, like I've done many, many times, to convince folks there of the importance of this month. Why celebrate black music? And she said, really, this idea came simply while they're, as one might say, chilling in the house. Her husband turns over and said, we need to have such a celebration. So everything is not always complex. People try to do all this intellectual pontification about various things, and sometimes it's that basic. You know that something's important, so you need to go forward and celebrate it. Then even when the celebration starts, you need to keep it going. If this is something important to you, teach other people, get them engaged, get them involved, so that they'll realize the importance of it and they'll continue to celebrate it even long after you're gone. So fortunately, they wanted to continue, even after President Jimmy Carter was not in office, after all of these changes had happened politically in Washington, D.C., and so on. Thank God that they did contact Clinton and find out that they didn't have a signed proclamation, and he pushed them so that then you would get an even greater act coming forth to end up with this celebration of African American or Black Music Month each and every June. I don't think it's celebrated to the magnitude that it ought to be. I know that a lot of people who listen to my show said they never heard of it till they heard me talk about it on this show. But I'm proud to every month be able to honor the legacy of Native Gullah Geechis whose songs were the ones that even inspired a lot of the other rhythmic patterns that we know to be central to what we all would think of when we think of black music. And, of course, we sing across the spectrum, across the array, the various genres, including opera. All right? So it's not... It shouldn't come as a surprise to you that myself and Kwame Shah founded our Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Fest. It happens the first weekend in August of every year. And this year, we're back in Charleston, South Carolina, the first Friday, Saturday, Sunday of August, August 3rd through the 5th, 2018. We will have Disha Dewi Gullah Geechee is our theme. We will be at the Charleston Music Hall for the first time in our story, his story, and our legacy. So we'll have an array of music. We'll have an array of dance that will take place. 
not only of native Gullah Geechis, but also relinking us to Barbados. So when we talk about black music, we talk about world music. And we talk about African-American music, then we get more specific into North America and the various genres that come out of there. But so tonight is critical that this would be the night that also Beaufort County issued this proclamation that celebrates our Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week that leads into Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Fest. And it reads as follows. Beaufort County Council, whereas Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week began in 2012, and whereas this celebration of the living legacy of Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture came about due to the work of St. Helena Island native Queen Quet, chiefess of the Gullah Geechee Nation, and whereas Queen Quet and Kwame Shah founded the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival on St. Helena Island in 2005, and whereas the festival is the culminating event of Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, and whereas Beaufort County now joins with all other counties and cities of the Gullah Geechee Nation in those celebrations, and whereas, as a show of our support, we are calling on all citizens and visitors to Beaufort County to take part in the activities associated with these events, which are part of global activities for the United Nations International Decade of People of African Descent, and whereas in 2017, the first Gullah Geechee Visitor Center was opened in Beaufort to welcome visitors seeking to connect with this rich culture that adds to the beauty and historic legacy of our county. And whereas Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week allows us to highlight Gullah Geechee aspects of our history for our community and visitors, and whereas theme for this year's celebration, which is being held in Beaufort County once again, is this year the Gullah Geechee. And whereas the Beaufort County acknowledges the natives of the Gullah Geechee Nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida, throughout the Sea Islands and Low Country, and support the honoring of their ancestors who built this region and the continuation of this rich cultural heritage. Now, therefore, be it resolved that Beaufort County Council does hereby proclaim the week of July 28th through August 5th, 2018, as Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, dated this 11th day of June to 2018. And so we thank Chairman Paul Somerville and Beaufort County Council for issuing this proclamation. I don't think that they realize this proclamation was issued on the same date that we also had the act to enact the South Carolina State Music as the, as the spirituals back yonder in 1999. But this is a blessing to have these two things now share the same date in time in our story as part of our continuing legacy and celebration of music and no doubt a continued celebration of freedom, being free to actually freely be hulhunada for be Gullah Geechee and thing like that. So we're glad for this show. And so all of you who'd like to come down and celebrate with us in August, please go to gullahgeechee.info. G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E dot I-N-F-O. If you want to go, go on to info. There are limited VIP passes, and they are moving very quickly. They are moving very, very quickly. And when I say limited, I'm talking about a very small number available. So if you want to do all the activities Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, please make sure to get your passes now from Eventbrite from that link. And then Gullah Geechee Reunion Day is that Saturday, 
And then that Sunday, we are doing a massive drum call at the Children's Museum of the Low Country, right there in Charleston, right across from the Charleston Music Hall. So this year, we are going to bring in the spirituals, bring in the drum, the dance will be happening. We are going to definitely raise that energy and raise people's knowledge about the celebration of music. So every year for us, June, we celebrate with everyone else, and we just continue this musical journey all the way through to that first weekend in August. And so we definitely appreciate Beaufort County for being ahead of everybody else this year and making sure that we have this proclamation already because next month there's going to be a whole plethora of other ones that will be given out and so forth. And so I'm looking forward to being at the various county council meetings to pick them up and to have dialogues with the various counties and to see everyone and you all who watch Gullah Geechee TV will be putting up the various videos as we always do and on Facebook so that folks will know about these proclamations and so on that are being given. So I greatly appreciate Beaufort County for all that they've done to be out there in the lead once again. And, you know, one of the things that has always happened in our freedom movements is those drums always led. And so that polyrhythm that we talk about setting that tone and that syncopation with that shout, spirituals that's mentioned inside of this designation for the state of South Carolina, those things all go together because of this taking away drums from Africans by law, okay, by law after the Stoner Rebellion, that syncopation that comes in with the polyrhythm is unique to these sea islands. It's unique to our culture and traditions, but it links us throughout the African diaspora and back to the motherland. Many places that I've gone where we have Russian and all them things like that, it's the same thing as shouting and things like that, yeah. So when we gather together in that circle, just like the head of the drum, it reconnects us back to the motherland. That rhythm draws us into a state of mind and a spirit that brings about freedom and that brings a focus of freedom. And so, therefore, we appreciate everyone that hears that drum sound and knows it's time to connect, reconnect, gather, stand with us, stand proudly with us, and especially sing. And so it is a blessing, it's an honor to be able to honor all the black musical artists that have contributed to massive catalogs a positive, uplifting music that does move our spirits, not only within the church, but also in other places, moves us to dance and moved us to march, moves us to shout, moves us to protest, moves us forward in time. And at this time, we need more of that kind of music so that there will be a legacy of celebrating those that uplifted us, those that focused us on freedom. There was also a song not mentioned in that proclamation that's coming to my mind. Woke up this morning with my mind, stayed on freedom. And that song came from the spirituals, all right? Singing and praying with my mind, stayed on Jesus. And so here it is that we have to put our minds on what it is that we want to achieve before we can achieve it. We have to see it within before we see it without. And so our ancestors 
could see their jubilee day. They could see their freedom coming, especially when they would sing. They could hear it. They could feel it. And all those with them felt it as well. So I'm sure it is because of that and their commitment to that that even unto this moment we can still sing and we can still celebrate freedom. So I pray that all of you enjoyed last weekend as we celebrated freedom in Savannah at Juneteenth at the Jefferson. I pray that you continue that celebration and enjoy it this weekend in both Savannah and Charleston. This is also the month of Caribbean music and the Caribbean American Heritage Month, and so Carrie Fest will be going on in Charleston this month as well. And so we hope you go out and celebrate that. I'm looking forward to seeing many of you with me singing these songs at the Colleton County Memorial Library at 10 a.m. on June the 20th. I'm looking forward to being there with all of you, and I pray that you will be right there with me and thing like that. It's a shout and thing. We're going to have a time. We're okay and chillin'. And so there are a lot of blessings yet to come through us reaching back to go forward, to still go back into the sounds from our souls and be able to move forward in the world. Still arms locked together and lockstep, marching on, marching on to Zion. Soldiers in the army of the Lord singing these spirituals because they freed our souls even when people thought they had us shackled. But they kept our minds free enough to know that jubilee day to kind and trouble don't last always. So, Hunter Chillin', thank you, thank you for tuning in one more again. If Hunter to look for we, look for gullahgeechee.net. If you look for me for joining and having me come to any Hunter location for the Gullah Geechee Save the Sea Islands World Tour that I'm still participating in, please go to queenquet.com. Q-U-E-E-N-Q-U-E-T dot C-O-M, and you can click the booking link and then send details about your event. have a number of other events coming up, a lot of them in South Carolina during the next couple of months, and then we'll be back out and on the highway to other places out west and into the Midwest once again. And so we want to thank everyone who supported this journey and who's been there to sing and to shout with me all year long. And so it's always a blessing, though, to be back here and to be on the air and to be able to bring forth our song. And so I thank on the children for joining me and things like that. And taught them not robbery for start off this year Black Music Month with we right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, tuning in to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. One more again, you can write we at G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, all oh, but Hunter Chillin', it's time for we go. And so we glad that we had this your time for Crack My Teeth with Hunter Chillin' and thing like that. And we going to be back here one more again later on in the month. So keep strong, keep shouting, keep singing, keep beating the drum, all oh, until that freedom day truly come. This year the Queen Quet, head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad they're going to tune in to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. <laughs>